Welcome to the Evolve Mindset. My name is Chelsea Browse, but most know me online as Chels Bra. I'm an awakening mentor and somatic sexologist who's passionate about the continuous evolution of consciousness. If you're looking to evolve your sex life, career, relationships, finances, or health, then it begins with your mindset and this podcast is for you. My goal is to use this container to provide the tools, knowledge, and insights to further your potential and evolution. I know we're going to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pressing play and let's evolve. Hello beautiful soul fam, thank you so much for joining me again on today's episode. I uh, just feel so honored to be able to share this space with you and really I just want to take a moment and honor you because now that you've listened to the last few episodes you really know what this podcast is going to be about and it's really about diving deep, um, creating that awareness and just really moving forward and evolving as uh, the beings that we are. So if you're here, I honor you and I see you, I hear you, I, I feel you, I love you, and let's let's move forward and keep evolving. Now today's episode, I want to talk about trauma awareness and the effects on the nervous system. Um, I also want to talk about different disorders that have actually been stemmed from trauma, and I also want to dive deep into the big and little T's, and I'll get into that too. Trauma it affects our directly affects our nervous system. You can really tell how resilient and flexible our nervous system is by how you can navigate through uncertainty. Now, the, the one thing that comes to mind for me is 2020. That was an entire shitstorm of uncertainty, not knowing what's going to happen next, who who we're going to be able to talk to, where we're going to be able to go, when can we travel, when can we do this, yada, yada, yada. We, we know the story. We all lived it. So you can really see how resilient, resilient your own nervous system is by how you navigated through all, all of last year. And if you're here, it's, it's definitely pretty resilient. And... <laughs> Because of that entire shitstorm that's still continuing on today, a lot of the trauma we're going to have navigating through that uncertainty, I guarantee there's going to be people that are still, for the rest of their life, going to be wearing a mask. And it's, it's really important if we're on this journey and we're looking to move forward in our life, we're looking to be those conscious beings in our lives. It's important that we actually become aware of our own traumas and the traumas in this in this world with all the people around us. And as we become aware, that's when we can be we can begin our healing journey. And as we heal, that's when we can actually begin to wake up. Now, it's it's really important to know that a lot of the disorders in in this world a lot of it stems just from trauma and the impact on our own nervous system. Now, I'm speaking from my own experience um, when I actually refer to OCD. <laughs> um, I can actually look back and I still have traces of it because I'm still working on myself. This is a forever journey, healing journey that we're all undertaking, especially for me. Now, 
when I mention OCD, I mean like keeping my home exceptionally neat and tidy. And it may sound harmless, but when you're having a response in a way that is extremely controlling and affecting you in a way that it ruins your entire mood, you have to stop everything and it's literally controlling you, your, your thoughts, everything. You're no longer in the driver's seat with whatever it is going on in your mind. It can be really hard to deal with. For me, like I mentioned, OCD. I had to keep my house extremely neat and clean. Dust was an issue. Having shoes not put away would set me on fire that was my biggest pet peeve having people walk in my home and not take their shoes off that would just i would have the worst contractions inside my inside my entire body i couldn't think of any but anything else except for the fact that someone just walked on my shoes or sorry walked on my floor with their shoes on it sounds silly and some people even just do that in their regular home and it didn't even matter if the shoes were clean it was something that just would bother me and I couldn't shake it. And after doing a lot of the, my own healing work and going through somatic descents and working with the trauma in my body, I actually realized what that all came from. And for me, and obviously it's going to be different for everyone, trauma is can be quite complex and there's layers to all of it. It's just really important that we build that awareness so we can get to that root cause and work with it and work past it and actually just keep moving on and moving forward. So for me, um, I was homeless for a large part of my life. I ran away from home when I was 16. I couch surfed. I, I didn't ever have a room of my own. I didn't have a bed of my own. I, I didn't really have a, any, a place like I could really call home. And when I did have somewhere to sleep, it was extremely unsafe. So my putting myself in those, those situations repeatedly, like constantly, this, this was for quite some time in my life, never having an actual place that I could call home that felt safe and secure with people that I loved, build an immense amount of trauma. And with that, I just, I could, I felt like I never had control over my living situations. So fast forward, to my own trauma response in order to keep that control in my home to actually feel safe and to feel that I had order something as small as someone not taking their shoes off or putting their shoes away would set me off and would put me in that trauma response back to when I was younger back to when I didn't have a home back to where there was no safety and all of it just felt the same and in the body when you're having a traumatic event and you're actually having that response happening in the body it's the same as it was back when it actually happened it can be quite triggering <laughs> and other disorders would be like ptsd pretty obvious post-traumatic syndrome syndrome agoraphobia another interesting one which i actually i personally had some issues with being around in large groups and just in situations where i felt unsafe around other people which i feel like is a quite common response for a lot of people i feel like a lot of people can relate to that and that just goes from just being unsafe situations repeatedly of course because that's when the actual response is happening and people tend to think trauma is the event when really it's actually the res 
response in your body and what happens to us that's where the trauma actually really occurs and it's what we do with it that actually allows us to see what's really going to happen or what's what's actually going on with that trauma response and that can mean we're we're hiding it that can mean we can't talk about it and so we just have a fear of being seen and we have a fear of, of being heard and other symptoms can be unable to sleep anxiety depression addiction addiction is interesting because really that just comes down to i'm going to take this cocaine because it makes me feel happier and that way i don't have to keep reliving this state of depression so it's really just a trauma response to something and if we can really ask the questions of why do we feel this pain It'll really bring that awareness and we can actually start asking the right questions and actually really diving deep to find out what that trauma is. Where did it come from? With awareness, that will always bring so much power back to us. And there's so many kinds of trauma. When it comes to trauma, there are little T's and there's big T's. Now, the little T's are just as impacting as the big T's and the big T's would be like war trauma, rape, um, anything life-threatening, either situations or just being threatened and believing that was going to happen. And even just being witness to any of these things can be extremely traumatic and also cause PTSD. And with the little T's, they could be there could be so many different things. <laughs> um, it could be just extremely upsetting emotional events, significant emotional damage, things that are happening repeatedly. And those significant emotional events, even if they're small, if they're on a repeated basis, that's going to be just as harmful, if not more harmful, than a big T. And... A lot of this happens, well, a lot of the the deeply rooted little T trauma happens in their early development years. So when you're a young child or your adolescence, we all have it. (laughs) And that could be, for example, it could be like abandonment. Can you look back? I invite you to look back if if you're willing. This can be quite confronting. Can you look back when you're a child and can you see like... If anyone, if you ever felt abandoned by a mother or a father, or parent figure, it could be just as simple as them not being present. I know I've personally been there. Um, my biological father is an alcoholic, and I have so many vivid memories. And this is before, uh, before I was ten years of age. So all my early years. I can just see him just never present, like I just said. (laughs) Um, Just drunk and beer can in his hand and just not being the parent that my little girl self was really wishing for to be there, just like any child. So can you look back and do you see those abandoned, like anyone that would have abandoned you? Or it made you feel that way. And there's also trust. 
not being able to trust someone can you look back and and see times that you were lied to and there was a really horrible event that kind of preceded that maybe this happened over and over from the same person again a parent figure maybe a lover even having your heart broken can be traumatic and guilt <laughs> guilt can be a really big one we tend to really hold on to that and whether that be putting guilt on yourself for not doing something or a lover and you find that if you're holding on to guilt you tend to attract people that that tend to manipulate and use that guilt against us so i really invite you to just take a look and into the little T's, into the big T's, whatever it is that you may be holding on to. Just important to know that having that awareness is really your first step. Knowing that it's there and really be kind to yourself. This isn't easy work. And so know that with, with these big and little T's, holding it in our nervous system, it can show up like tension, possibly in our traps, in our shoulders, in our back, in our chest. Tension can, tell, can tend to hold a lot of resentment or rejection or abandonment. It tends to show up like that. And numbness, experiencing numbness can really relate to guilt. There's all kinds of sensations we can feel that will really relate to our, our traumas in our life. Even controlled breathing can be a fear a fear to be afraid to let go to be not to not be in control and these are signs that if we use our own awareness we can really pay attention and listen to the body and see what it's telling us and this is where treatments like somatic descents and self-pleasure really are able to bring that awareness deep into the body feel those sensations work with those sensations remove the stories and then also work with the body and release it in a beautiful way and as we become more conscious beings and we're able to do what we need to do with our trauma work work with it release it heal from it whatever it is we need to do be patient with yourself be loving and kind to yourself because it's not easy but as we continue to do the work it's, it's really important to know there's going to be a lot of shifts in our life because the, the levels of success we have in our life will directly reflect on the quality of our nervous system. So as we work through the muck and we do all of our work to actually get rid of all this, this muck that we have in us from all these, these traumas we've experienced, we'll find that we're going to be more successful we'll feel like we have more purpose in our life and even more love because if we're holding all this guard these guarded feelings from all these past traumatic events we're going to build a shield up around our heart we're going to guard it so that no bad things can get in and hurt us again like they hurt us before and in the efforts of guarding and hiding our heart nothing's going to get in but at the same time nothing's going to come out now, as we build up our awareness on all our traumas, it's, it's really beautiful to know that trauma safety awareness, like it, 
if we have safe relationships, those safe relationships will help heal our trauma. Safety heals trauma. Now, in order to make sure we are continuing our safe relationships, having choice and having decisions and control is really important. Enabling collaboration and planning in our relationships, having trust, establishing those safe boundaries and empowerment, having validation and affirmations in our, in our relationships together. Now, that's important in our relationships, whether it be a partner, friends, family, whatever. But it's also really important to have it with yourself. Thank you so much for sitting with me for this today's episode. I really honor you in showing up and building that awareness and working and healing on yourself. Until next time, I love you. Thank you so much for joining me with today's episode. If you love what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on your listening platform so I can keep the goodness coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, you can interact with me and enjoy daily inspiration on Instagram at Chelsbra or visiting my website for one-to-one mentoring at chelsbra.com. I love you and appreciate you so much and can't wait to connect again in the next episode. Until then, turn your magic on loves and keep evolving.